0: We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. WPHT, WPHT, HD, WGL, HD3, Philadelphia. Odyssey Station. From the
1: Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. This is Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. It's good news in real estate. If you're a homeowner, if you're selling a home, or perhaps purchasing a home or vacation property, welcome to our home. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Your host. for the- Radio Hour, the mortgage mom, Diane Kitsaris, along with real estate veteran and owner-operator of the Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, Mark Cumberland. Your real estate education starts right now. It's Good News in Real Estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. All right. Good morning. Get ready to laugh and learn here on Good News in Real Estate on Talk Radio, 1210 WPHT. Bright and early, 6 a.m. on Sunday morning. I'm Mark Cumberland, along with my co-host, The Mortgage Mom, Deanne Cat Cyrus. How are you, Deanne?
2: I'm doing great, Mark. I never actually went to bed since it's so early. I figured I would just stay up from Saturday night.
1: Yeah, so we've been bumped due to, I forget what game it is, but whatever. Uh, But we're here every week, usually at 1 o'clock on Saturdays to answer your questions about residential, commercial, mortgages, whatever. Give us a call. My number is 267-266-5501. What's your number, Dan?
2: My number is
1: 609-605-7153. And we are the only show in the Philly market that talks about real estate, and it is booming. But they don't talk about good news, only bad news. And you can listen to this show and past shows at our website, goodnewsandrealestate.com, and also at WPHT's website. So what's coming up today?
2: Coming up on today's show, Mark, we have the market report. We have business tips with Asking Dr. A. Yes. We also have Mark's funny story. Got one for you. And we have our mortgage mom topic. Which is what? I thought since it is, we passed Veterans Day, we would continue with the benefits for VA financing.
1: Right. And we want to thank all the veterans that ever
2: served. Absolutely. Thank you. Odell. All right, Mark. We also have our questions. What is the difference between a real estate agent and a broker? Next question is, I'm getting tons of emails about home warranties and appliance warranties. What are your thoughts?
1: (laughs) Stop sending them to me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) If the president's 3.96% capital gains tax passes, what can I do to avoid this cost?
1: Big time. One, people are asking their accountants.
2: Yeah, it's called Move to Greece. Are real estate agents struggling in the seller's market? Next question is, the gas company did a dig on my block, and now I am told I have a broken lateral sewage pipe. What should I do?
1: Ooh, and who's our guest?
2: And, Mark, our guest today, we're honored to have David Linsky, and he is with Linsky Financial Group to give us some great insights going into 2022. Very good. We also have our topic of the day. What's the difference between Mm -hmm. an appraisal and a home inspection?
1: People get this confused.
2: All the time. But Mark, first, give us your motivational quote. And the motivational quote at 6 a.m. in the morning.
1: (laughs) It is only when we take chances, when our lives improve, the initial and most difficult risk that we need to take is to become honest. Because when you're honest with yourself, you realize you got to pull the trigger or nothing's going to happen. Sounds um, good. Shoot, I don't mean shoot somebody, but, but <laughs> open a business, start a business, do something. Do something. That's right. Don't get run over by the train sitting there thinking about what to do.
2: Or to be bus. All
1: right.
2: All right. So, Mark, we are up to the market report.
1: Oh, and there is the bell. Now, I'm the market is, the real estate market is in great shape. What I'm worried about is the economy. We are at 6.2% inflation. I was looking this up. The last time inflation was this high was when I was just a little kid back in the 70s. I
2: was going to say the 30s. I thought it was the 30s.
1: <laughs> when Jimmy Carter was president, inflation was 18 to 20%. That It was terrible. I like the millennials really start to this, they have to do some history because they don't remember what gas lines were like and all that. It was terrible, and and I'm noticing it already. Like I just went shopping, and for some stuff, me and Evie, and
3: the shelves a are kind of
1: empty, empty, and everything's getting so expensive. Right. In fact, you know what's interesting? That whole woke moment, oh, movement rather, is like backfire. Now the big woke moment, uh, movement, movement. Is 90% of Americans, the middle class. They're the ones that are waking the hell up and they want something changed here because, you know, now they're talking about closing another pipeline, which is almost all North America. I mean, gas prices.
2: It's going to be a disaster. I bought it the
1: other day, it was 360. I mean, it, it's getting out of control and that's everything meat, food. In the meantime, real estate, which they never talk about, is booming. And there's all good news all the way through the horizon of 2022. We're still going to have this low inventory issue, high demand. Prices are still going to increase. But it's still a great time to buy with these rates that are down around three. And the markets, it's not going to, there's not going to be some crazy correction and and some bubble. None of that's going to happen. Eventually, prices are going to stabilize a little bit but they're still going to be high they're not going to come down i don't think they're going to come down in the next couple of years they might slow down going up but i think we're in great shape i mean the best advice you know don't don't make your your don't determine what you're going to do on these predictions right. of of the experts if you got to buy a house do it i mean you got to make some moves and who knows what's going to happen with this administration and everything else i mean It's such a mess. I try not to watch the news. It's just so so depressing.
2: You can't watch the news all the time. But
1: the one good thing that did happen, that bill that passed, that everybody was screaming about, that only 15 to 20 percent of it was actual infrastructure, Mm -hmm. that's not true. Because the rest of it was all like dams, uh, bridges, uh, uh, broadband. It was all infrastructure, which is good, because the next bill that's all social stuff probably won't pass. Tell us what the rates are.
2: 30-year fixed rate, 2.875. 15-year, 2.35. And your FHA mark, 2.75%. It's not too late to refi.
1: No, it's still a good time. So with that, you're listening to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, all positive all the time. We'll be
0: right back. On behalf of the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, we hope you're enjoying Good News in Real Estate with Diane Casares and Mark Cumberland. The Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, not here for our profit, here for yours. All right, welcome back to Good News
1: in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all positive, all the time. So we're at the end.
2: So, Mark, we are up to your funny story.
1: All right, so here's the story. This guy, right. He tells his wife he's got to fly to Canada with his boss and several of his friends for a fishing trip. And they're going to be gone for a long weekend. This is a good opportunity for him to get that promotion he's been wanting. So if she would please pack enough clothes for a three-day weekend. And also, would he get out his Would she get out his rod and tackle from the attic? And he because we're leaving at 4.30 p.m. from the office, and I'm going to swing by the house, pick up my things. And, oh, yes, pack my new navy blue silk pajamas. And The wife thinks this sounds a bit odd, but being a good wife, she does exactly what her husband asks. Following a long weekend, he comes home a little tired, but otherwise looking good. Wife comes home, asks him if he, how many fish he caught. Did you catch any? He says, "Yes, lots of walleye, some bass, a few pike." Because why do not you pack my new blue silk pajamas like I asked you to do? You'll love the answer. The wife says, "I did. I put them in your tackle box."
2: Oh <laughs> no!
1: Oh yeah, he got busted.
2: Oh no! Yes. If you have a funny story, send me some. I need some. (laughs) Send it to 8029 at Comcast.net or give us a call at 267 266 5501.
1: So now it is time for the Mortgage Mound segment with Deanne Katzaris from Green Tree Mortgage. And our topic today, honoring the veterans this week, is VA financing.
2: So, Mark, this is um, one of my favorite topics. With my company, Green Tree Mortgage, we actually do all of The VA loans in-house. So when it comes to financing, underwriting, everything is done in-house. And my underwriter, Ellen, um, has been doing it for years, and she does an amazing job. But the problem is that most people, most veterans or those that are in active duty, don't even know what their actual benefits are. So, I I mean, we just did a a VA webinar not that long ago, and people didn't even realize that it was 100% financing. And that's sad. So we're here to spread the news. Make sure everyone knows VA financing is through the Veterans Administration. It's a fixed rate loan for military borrowers. um, And it must be in service for at least 90 days to qualify. You also have to be owner occupied, which means you have to actually live in the house. And if you have boyfriend and girlfriend and they're both going to be on the loan, that's not going to work. So we've actually had people that have gone to the courthouse and got married just to be able to take advantage of the VA loan. We've also, and then had a big party in their backyard, so it worked out well. But again, it's owner-occupied only. Borrowers must be married to each other in order for them to both be on the loan. It's 100% financing, Mark, and that means no down payment. So with your FHA loan, you need 3.5% down, your conventional can be as as low as 3%, but with your VA financing, it's zero. You can also incorporate all of the closing costs into the loan. So you know what you're coming to the table with? A pen. Nothing. You're going to bring one yep. form of ID and you're going to b- bring a pen. Now, there are other fees that go along with this VA loan, such as a funding fee, which gets rolled into the loan. And veterans with 10 percent or more disability, they're exempt from that. You're also exempt from real estate taxes if your disability exceeds more than 51 percent, which means you're not paying monthly yep. real estate taxes.
1: I know. There's,
2: there's, a a, there's huge benefits. And just for the funding fee, you know, everyone asks what that funding fee is, and it depends. Has the borrower used their benefit before? Is it first time? Um, are they refinancing? And again, are they disabled? Because if they're just dis- more than 10% disabled, they're going to be exempt from that fee. Documentation that's needed on top of W-2s, pay stubs, tax returns, is going to be what's called their DD-214, or a statement of service. And that's just basically showing that they've been, um, they've been honorably discharged from the military. So the VA is kind of funny about that. If you've been thrown out they're not going to allow you to use the VA benefits. The seller can contribute up to 4% of the sales price and all of the closing costs can be rolled into the loan. Gift funds are allowed. So if your mom, dad, cousin, sister, if they wanna gift you any part of um, closing costs that are not being covered, that's also allowed. And most people don't understand how the VA works we do most of the work for them. Once we're, we're given the DD-214, we'll get what's called a Certificate of Eligibility. And that just will explain the benefits that are, that are due them.
1: And-, and they don't explain this to them. I had a student, right? She did two tours in Iraq. And as they were on the runway waiting to... Enter the big planes to bring them home. Right. Somebody came out and has tried to explain to them their veteran benefits. Oh my as god. They were sitting on their gear. She said, like nobody paid attention. We just wanted out of country. Right. That's when they decided to explain to them their veteran benefits.
2: It's insane. And again, people <laughs> just don't understand the benefits that are, you know, that are available to them. And again, you know, unfortunately you're in a situation where if you don't ask, the answer the is no. no.
1: So. A lot of them think there's just some big bank out in the middle of the country that this money from the VA comes from. Comes
2: from, right. And they think that they're the only ones that can do it. Right. And one of the things I wanted to mention that any any of our listeners that qualify for a VA loan, when you call me and you mention that you heard this on our radio show, I'm going to waive the cost of an appraisal. That's So cool. that appraisal fee can be as much as $495.00. For any VA financing that we do, where they mention the show, uh, we'll waive that four ninety five fee.
1: That's nice of you.
2: Thank you. So, if you have any questions in reference to VA financing, feel free to reach out to me. My number is six zero nine six zero five seven one five three.
1: I did one a couple years ago, and a guy needed a couple grand. That was it, and he bought like a two hundred fifty thousand dollars house.
2: Yeah, well, I did one for Alan's son. Um, he showed up with a pen. And his driver's license, and that was it.
1: Yep. So, it's a great program. A lot of them just, they don't co- they don't coach them.
2: And you know? if you if you currently have a VA loan, the rates are extremely low. You can do what's called a streamline. Um, it's an EARL. It's an interest rate reduction loan. No appraisal. Um, we don't need any of your income docs. We're just going to drop you down to the lower rate. All right. All right.
1: So we're at the question. So what's the first question? The
2: first question is, what is the difference between a real estate agent and a real estate broker?
1: I get this one from students because they'll go up and say, "Well, can't I just be a broker?" And I'm like, "No." Uh, all agents start out as a with a salesperson's license. That's how you start. You got to be a salesperson for a minimum of three years, do so, much, so many transactions, get points, take another 240 hours worth of classes to get qualified to take the broker's test, and then take the broker's test. Usually. The big thing that the average person is going to understand, you have the salespeople, they work for a broker. Everybody has to hang their license with a broker. You can't be a real estate agent and just work on your own. Right. You have to be under a broker's license. That's the big thing that most of the public needs to understand. And everything's about the broker. If you have a listing, it's technically the broker's. If you have a buyer, it's technically the broker's. The business is all about the broker. The agent is a middle person between the client and the broker. Very good. That's, all right, that was a short, sweet answer. What's the next one?
2: That's your short, sweet answer? Okay, number two. <laughs> I'm getting tons of emails about home warranties and appliance warranties. What are your thoughts?
1: Unsubscribe. I mean, it's just brutal. It's like, you know... Well, amount, wait a minute. Are, are, you talking of,
2: of, are you talking about like a product like HomeShield... Where you pay, let's say fifty dollars a month, and they yeah, cover and then, all of your appliances.
1: Yeah, but then there's also ones that are just appliances. Then there, then there's you know, there's all different ones. Uh, the one that I'm trying to get to be a sponsor on our show, American Resources, that that how it handles your uh, sewage lines and your water service lines. Right that they're expensive jobs. Like, I got that at 69 bucks a month a year. I've yeah. been trying to get a hold of somebody on that company to be on our show. I think we're the perfect platform for them. Well, but
2: I've my, had We're getting shield. so much of this stuff. I've had Home Shield for years, and they've literally replaced the air conditioner in my house. Cost $150 um, for a $4,000 unit. They also replaced the heater on my pool, which was, enough, I mean, I'm so far ahead yeah. with what you know, what you pay monthly versus what we've had done. I think they're a great product.
1: And in the old days, it was only like for a year after you bought the house. But now you can have a warranty all the time.
2: Yeah. And you can get the seller to give it to you at closing. Yeah. All right. Next question. If the president's 39.6% capital rate, capital gains tax passes, what can I do to avoid this cost?
1: This is scary and the public's not paying attention to what's in this bill. This and the death tax. The death tax is 40%. Now the death tax won't be so bad on residential, but it's a killer in on the art, adri- agricultural and business. Yeah. If you have a farm that's worth two million and the farmer dies and you're gonna leave the farm to the kids, unless they got that 40% in the bank, they're selling the farm. Right. But the capital gains, you buy a house and flip it, you're doing a for- with transfer tax in Pennsylvania, you're doing a, a almost a 50-50 split on your net. If this passes, this is going to be really detrimental to a lot of people. So a lot of people are talking to their accountants and talking about trust and all different kinds of ways to avoid paying this almost 40%. Like you sell your house and you think, you know, I paid off my $400,000 house. Just because they didn't want a mortgage. I got a lot of friends like this. I don't want a mortgage. I want to pay it paid off. And then they pay it off. And then they're all, all of a sudden they're gonna sell it sell for four hundred. And, and all of a sudden now this thing passes, 40% of that's going to government. Yep. It's it's I hope it I hope it doesn't pass. I'm praying it don't pass.
2: We all are. All, all right, right question nice? number four. Are real estate agents struggling in the seller's market?
1: Yeah, they're so a lot of them are struggling because they're not calling people up and getting listings so they got all these buyers and they can't find houses and they're struggling but they won't pick up the phone they'll send a postcard an email calendar or eagle schedule to do all that stuff but they won't call somebody and ask them if they know anybody thinking about selling that's the answer to that question yes some of them are struggling i bet you there's some of them getting out of the business what's last
2: all right, I, I, we'll move on. <laughs> the gas company did a dig on my block, and now I now I'm told I have a broken lateral sewage pipe. What should I do?
1: Yeah, you got a problem here. This is you got to either lawyer up. That's why I have that American Resources uh, right. insurance because it happened to my neighbor. The gas company was doing something and hit his sewage pipe, and then they said they didn't, and it cost them five thousand dollars. And I, that's why I have that insurance. If you don't have that insurance, you got to sue. You're going to court, and you're going to have to prove that they broke your pipe, and they're going to say no, it ain't. And gonna, uh, you know, it. You're in court, right? Roll it a dice, right? So,
2: all right. So you can also call Legal Shield and get some information on that as well.
1: No doubt about it.
2: All right, Mark. So coming up next is going to be our topic of the day.
1: No, it's going to be our guest segment.
2: You are correct. Yes. Coming up next is our guest segment with David Linsky. And he is with Linsky Financial Group.
1: Very good. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate. here on Talk Radio 12th Ed, WPHT. All positive all the time at 6 a.m. Sunday morning.
0: Deanne and Mark are halfway through this week's edition of Good News in Real Estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. When the show returns, more real estate news from around the Delaware Valley.
1: Welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on 1210 WPHT, all positive, all the time. So where are we at, Dan?
2: So, Mark, we are up to our guest segment. And today we are honored to have David Linsky, and he is with the Linsky Financial Group. And, Mark, today he's going to talk about debt and finances. So welcome, David, Dan. how are
3: you? Hey, Mark, Dan. Thank you guys so much for having me back on.
1: Yeah, hey, we haven't seen you for a while. I know, he, I know. All
2: right. He's been a little busy.
1: <laughs> yeah that's good that's a very good thing maybe this year david i'll actually hook up with you i had a bizarre 21 but i liked that whole program about being your own bank
3: so you're not alone in that bizarre 21 we've been seeing that a lot lately so it's okay <laughs> yeah
1: it was a weird year i actually wrote a song about it <laughs> so tell us you start this that us what you want to tell us
3: So, again, thank you for having me on. David Linsky with the Linsky Financial Group. I am very fortunate to be working with my brother and my father in our family financial planning practice. And we feel like we are a little different than the average financial advising firm because we don't just look for an individual that has assets to build up for retirement. We also look at the other side of an individual's balance sheet their liabilities and that's a big thing right now especially the way our society is going towards financing almost everything we have and everything that we're doing in our lives so our practice focuses on helping individuals understand their debt their credit cards their student loans those personal loans that they took out and how they could use the money they're already spending or saving not having to consolidate or refinance to build up what we call their own metaphorical bank through savings and investing and systematically eliminate debt. If you pay something off early, continue making that payment, but now as a deposit for growth. So now it was costing someone interest is starting to earn someone interest same dollar, but how we're using it becomes different.
1: That's like a mindset.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's a, changing the way that we're thinking and um, thinking about a little bit like the actual banks are thinking about it because there's a reason they want us to go in and borrow money. There's also a reason why if we go to the bank and put $10,000 into a checking account, they're giving us, let's be generous, 0.01% maybe. (laughs) Maybe.
1: Maybe. Maybe.
3: You walk back into that same bank the next day and say, I'm redoing my kitchen. I like a $10,000 personal loan. They're going to say, great, we'd love to help you. Pull up your credit score, look at other factors. They'll give you the $10,000. They're not charging you 0.01%, are they? No. They're charging you 6, 8, 12, whatever it is based off your credit score. Bank wins that every single time. What we want to do is educate individuals on the banking system and show them how to keep more of what they're earning because unfortunately a lot is slipping through the back door whether they realize it or not already. Yeah, definitely.
1: There's no doubt about it. And then and then, besides just the banks, then you have the crazy credit card companies. There's one company out there that dentists, vets, uh, doctors, all send people to could, because it's always something that has to, it's an emergency. It has to be done. Mm-hmm. Uh, teeth. And then all of a sudden, they got a credit card with 27% interest rate.
3: Yeah, I think you might be referring to the CARE credit cards. And yeah, I didn't uh, want
1: to say the name because I didn't want to get sued, but
3: go for it. Let's say uh, credit, credit cards for CARE. Uh,
1: yeah, they all push it. I know a guy, he's a prison guard, had a knee replacement, 60 grand. He got talked into with them. He'll never pay that off.
3: Never. And never. It's not always even about the interest rate. Right, we have to think about finances a little bit differently. They start off a lot of those uh, types of credit cards, we'll refer to them as.
1: Give Shibble-ing you that nice.
3: Sharks. Yeah, <laughs> they like to bring you in with that 0%. Oh,
1: yeah. And pay it off in a year, and well, there'll be no interest. Yeah, thank you. But it's still money grand. Leaving their grand. I'm going to pay that
3: off in one year. <laughs> yeah, and it's not even about Man. the interest rate at that point. It's about money leaving someone's account, going to someone else's account. So we yeah. could show someone how to think. Differently think like the bank, but for themselves, and build up their own resources. So, when that situation does happen, they're going to borrow it from somewhere or someone. That person or place should be within themselves. So Give take- me a
1: list logistical for like the common person like me that I have a mortgage. I got a, I got a couple things a HELOC. I have I think I have one credit card. Logistically. It's, Give an example of how I be, how I do this. Like, do I pay it off, but then in my head, I keep paying that to myself? Is that what you're trying to get across?
3: Yeah, so it's a great, great great way to explain it. So someone comes in, let's use Mark as the great example. You have the HELOC, you have the mortgage, a credit card, and let's say also a, an auto load. And you right. come to us, all we're going to do is we're not going to look for ways to consolidate or actually physically go to touch the debt and show you how to restructure it, we're going to show you how to use the dollars more efficiently. So we don't use, we don't need bank account numbers, anything like that personal information. We need to see a snapshot of where you currently stand. So you show us how you're paying, if you're making overpayments, how much are those, if you're doing any sort of savings already, maybe a savings account, where you're putting it, how much you're putting each month. And our whole goal is not to say, okay, change your lifestyle, cut back on this area, that area, and put this money away. We want to show you how to get out of debt much more effectively without changing anything you're already doing. So we'll look for inefficient dollars, too much going to interest. If Deanne can come in and show you how to refinance the mortgage. Now you have created excess dollars that you are already spending before. But right. now staying in your account, which we can start putting over on the left-hand side to build, and once we so, figure that out, we'll show so you. So, if
1: my say my mortgage was fourteen hundred and she knocks it down to a grand, I still in my mind I pay fourteen hundred, correct? And, but four hundred's going to me.
3: Four hundred's going to a way to build up that four hundred. So if your you're al- growing, you're
1: already doing that, but the average person doesn't think like that.
3: Right. It's not even just the savings part. It's about having the mindset of great, we're taking the four hundred. It's not just that we have created four hundred dollars, because the average person, you give them four hundred extra dollars a month, ask I'm them where it went it. over six months period. No they're idea. They're not gonna be able to tell you. No. So we'll show them how to save it and actually have a strategy behind where that dollars are gonna go. And then all of a sudden if you have enough money to pay off that first credit card. We'll show you exactly when that will happen. If you follow this plan, this will happen plain simple. That's us we'll cool. Pull out the cash, pay it off, turn a debt payment into a deposit, and then you don't have to go back into debt once you're debt-free because you're going to start self-financing, become your own bank.
1: And how does a client, if they hire you, how do you get rewarded?
3: So the way that we will stand to benefit from getting clients is not to charge fees when it comes to any debt elimination program at our firm we believe it's counterproductive to say okay here's a flat fee fee sorry for our planning what we're going to do is try to understand the situation show you how to grow those dollars that we find that are inefficient in a fixed growth vehicle depending on the vehicle we will get compensated with the financial institutions that we're going to be working with the client doesn't pay us directly
1: that makes sense See, I, I, I have to definitely have a meeting with you after I get a few things straightened out with her because, you know, I'd like to really, in the next four or five years, really do something, you know.
2: Yeah, and it's mind-blowing because he puts everything together on a spreadsheet and what even if you're not understanding 100%, which I thought he explained it extremely well, but when you see it broken down on a spreadsheet, you know, what's being paid off and where all that money's being allocated to, it's a win-win for the client. Hundred percent.
1: Yeah, because you, the average person, at the end of the right at the beginning of every month, just pays their bills and
2: blindly it's paid. I don't think about right. it anymore. No exactly right.
1: And this is what's different,
2: right? So, David, give us um, some detailed information on exactly how to get a hold of you if someone is interested in taking advantage of this program, which everyone should. But
1: what is the name of the program again? So, do you want to answer it?
3: Yeah. So it's one area inside of our firm www.linskyfinancialgroup.com, and you can uh, give us a shout at 856-513-5311 all right
1: very good
2: that was great right, David. that was
1: interesting all right you explained that you good guys. all right thanks dave
2: all right and coming up next is our topic of the day what is the difference between an appraisal and a home inspection
1: all right, very good. That was interesting with David. It was awesome. New different way to think. So with that, you listen to Good News in Real Estate. All positive all the time here on 1210 will
0: Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland is proudly being provided by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more in a moment. But first, a message from one of our home team partners, Green Tree Mortgage. How much do you qualify for? Ask Deanne now at mortgagemom.net. Good
1: yeah. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on twelve ten WPHD, all positive, all the time. Where are we at the end?
2: So, Mark, we are up to our topic of the day, and what is the difference between an appraisal and a home inspection?
1: And now the sun is up. It was darker when we started. (laughs) So this is interesting because a lot of people get this confused. If you're planning on buying a home, an appraisal is an important step in the process. It's a a professional evaluation of the market value of the home you'd like to buy. In most cases, an appraisal is ordered by the lender. You just pay for it to confirm or verify the value of the home prior to lending the buyer money. Because the mortgage company wants to make sure it's worth what it they think it's being sold for. It also it's also a different step in the process from a home inspection, which assesses the condition of the home before you finalize the transaction. Here's the breakdown of each one and why they're important. A home purchase is typically the largest investment that someone someone's gonna make. Protect your investment by getting your investment appraised. An appraiser will observe the property and analyze the data, report the findings to the client, to the lender. For a typical purchase transaction, the lender usually orders the appraisal to assist in the lender's decision whether to fund the mortgage or not. When you apply for a mortgage, an unbiased appraisal, which is required by the lender, you can't pick your appraiser, is the best way to confirm the value home based on the sales price, regardless of what you're willing to pay for the house. Like right now, this is a problem. If the house is 200 grand and, and somebody just wants it so bad and offers 250 and the appraiser comes in and says, well, it's two and a quarter I could get to. You know, it. we're having these appraisal issues. But the bank is going to lend money on what it's really worth, not what somebody thinks it's worth. Right. So the appraiser will help make sure the bank doesn't loan you more than what the home is worth. Or, or, you know, usually they try to be fair. This is especially inc- critical in today's seller's market, where low inventory is driving bidding wars, which can put home prices up. When sellers are in strong positions like this, they tend to believe that they can set whatever price they want for the house, under the assumption that the competing buyers will be in to pay more. Now, unless they come in with cash and you don't have an appraiser, the appraiser is going to say what, how far you can go, and that's going to be it. And then there's going to be a decision. The seller either comes down, or the buyer comes up with more cash. This is what helps keep the home prices in check, and and they also help prices go up. Because it, you know, if if back in the day, if the houses were all worth a hundred thousand, it was ten in a row. You know how how do prices go up? Well, appraisers take into account all different kinds of things, and then all of a sudden, one's worth one twenty. Otherwise, prices would never change. So, you know, real estate professionals, they will help navigate, but this appraiser is going to finally come up. A home inspection, in the simplest terms, a home appraisal determines the value. The home inspection determines the condition of the home. Home inspection is a way to determine the current state, the safety, the condition of the home before you finalize the sale. It's not about value is anything is questionable, the inspection process, like the age of the roof, the HVAC, just about anything. As a buyer, you have the option to discuss, negotiate potential issues or repairs with the seller before the transaction is final. So it's not, see, some people get scared with the FHA appraisal, like they're gonna come in and nitpick every little thing, and they don't. They do not. They look at, you know, chip paint, missing railing, stuff like that. Like, it's not a a full-blown home inspection. The bottom line, the appraisal and the inspection are critical steps when buying a home. You don't need to manage them by yourself. You reach out to a local real estate professional today, so you have expert guidance through the whole thing. You use a mortgage person like Deanne. They hire an appraiser, and then you're protected. You you, you know the house is in good shape, and you know you're buying something that's worth the money that you're investing. And that's basically the bottom line. But it is confusing. A lot of of the public had aren't aren't sure the difference between a home inspector and an appraiser. No, you're, they you're think true. Appraisers yep. do inspections. They don't.
2: And they also think that the home ins- that the mortgage company wants a copy of the home inspection. And the home inspection is optional. It's not the, required by the mortgage company, but it's something you should absolutely have. Um, yeah, and that, that's
1: that's the buyer's personal property.
2: Correct. It's a manual of the property. Letting yeah, you know a, how things yeah. work, how old they are, just like you explained, and that's and it's for their benefit. it's for the buyer's benefit,
1: yeah, they give you a, a manual how to turn off the water, how right. to turn off the gas soup the nuts on how your house works,
2: yep, that's right. That was a good topic, Mark,
1: so Deanne, so Mark, we don't have Dr. A today, so I want to talk a little bit about good news in real estate Leave and be sure. We've been on the air now for 12 years. We're like the only radio show in the Philadelphia market. We cover from the Poconos to the Jersey Shore, and we're on the number one talk station in Philadelphia, 1210 WPHT. Now, we're looking for a couple people to join us in 2022, business people that want to advertise, and it could be any kind of business. doesn't have to be real estate, but our package, if you get it through us we can save you a lot of money and get you a lot of exposure. Basically, for $15,000 a year through our show, you get six or seven spots running through all the 1210 top programming during the week. You get spots on our show every Saturday at 1 p.m. You get guest spots. You get to come on as many times as you want every year and talk about your company and get all this exposure for... 15 grand i own one even though i'm one of the hosts of the show my philadelphia real estate classes bought a package for fifteen thousand dollars as well
2: as as well as green tree mortgage
1: green tree mortgage i heard my commercial the last couple days three or four times plus it's going to be on our show today so you're getting all that exposure i forget how many spots it is a year Six times 52 plus Saturday, that's like seven times 52. It's like 490 spots. If you went to the regular show yourself, you might be spending 60, 70, 80 grand for something like that. And we're looking for some businesses to be part of our team. It's a team effort. And we can really help expand your business. And we'd love to have you as part of the only real estate show in the fifth largest media market in the country. I mean.
2: And it's amazing how much ground our show covers because there are people, realtors, you know, whether I'm in Florida or whether I'm in New Jersey or Philadelphia, I mean, people hear the show. Not only do we record it, but you can also go to the website and the podcast and go to the actual station website and listen to our show and every other show.
1: Right. You're also online on Odyssey. And, you know, so you're getting all this online exposure. Plus, AM radio is, it works. Like, we had one sponsor, a roofer, that bailed on us after so much because he had so much business he got worried, which I couldn't figure that one out, but right. that happened to him. So I know I get lots of students from the show and I get tons of phone calls from the show.
2: So, Mark, so- should they contact you directly if someone's yeah, can- interested?
1: They can call me at 267-266-5501. We can actually have somebody run through a whole media package with them. But for twenty twenty two, should think about this. Because the way I look at it as the owner of Philadelphia Real Estate classes, I'm writing this off for fifteen grand and we have ways to pay. You don't have to it's not lump sum, you don't have to do. And I'm gonna write this off. So it's a win win scenario. Like, how am I going to reach this amount of people in that area? All right. So, anyway. Yeah, thank you. Join our show.
2: So if you have any questions, you can email <laughs> them to Mark at 8029 at Comcast.net or give him a call at two six seven two six six fifty five zero one. You can also email me at Deanne Katsaris at Comcast.net or give me a call at six zero nine six zero five seven one five three.
1: Right. And a special thanks to all of our sponsors. Like, we have a couple of sponsors, like the Credit Union, been with us 12 years. You know, very loyal, get a lot of business. And we're on every week here at 1210, every Saturday, 1 o'clock usually. So, we love doing it for you. We hope you love listening. So, with that, have a great week. I'm Mark Cumberland.
2: I'm Deanne Katsaris, your mortgage mom.
1: You've been listening to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio at 1210, WPHT. All positive. All positive. positive.